Hello, Twisted Humans. Do you find yourself wanting to know more about the latest murder, conspiracy, cult, or haunting? Then this is the podcast for you. I'm Alicia. And I'm Sierra. And this is Twisted Twisted and Uncorked. Welcome to episode 57, everybody. Sierra's... 57? Holy shit. Yeah. I was just We're like, old. Uh, we're... <laughs> <laughs> yes. We look not too shabby for 57, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like yes. J-Lo. Yes. Oh, my God. She, that woman is ageless, I tell yeah. you. She will always look good. And she just seems so sweet. Like... How do we I don't think she's 57, though, by the way. How, I feel bad how for saying that. Fifty-three years old. Okay, yeah. I knew she was in her 50s, but... Yeah, so put it on the dream list to, I guess, be friends with J-Lo, and uh, <laughs> welcome to another episode of this crazy business we call our podcast. And uh, Sierra, before we get into the story, do you have a fun fact for me? Of course, did you know that the sound of the velociraptors in Jurassic Park is actually the sound of turtles having sex? (laughs) No, it is not. Tortoises, specifically. They recorded that shit and used it to voice a velociraptor? Are you kidding me? That's so funny. (laughs) That's the best fun fact I've ever heard. Oh, well, we're done here, guys. The show can't go up from there. So, <laughs> oh, wow, no, I have to hear crazy. yours first. That's Tell crazy. Me your fun fact. Mine's not going to even top that, but it is cute. <laughs> I kind of like hinted at it yesterday when we recorded. But um, my fun fact is about baby elephants. Oh, it's been a while since I've covered an elephant fact. Yes. I got to space it out so people don't think I'm crazy. But at first, baby elephants don't know what to do with their trunks. They swing them back and forth and sometimes even accidentally step on them. (laughs) They will get stuck. They will suck their trunk, too, just like a baby human might suck their thumb. And they don't have full control over it until about six to eight months old. So until then, it's just doing what it wants to. That's hilarious. And they figure out how to use it to eat and drink. And by the time they're a year old, they can control their trunks pretty well. And like adult elephants, use their trunk for grasping, eating, drinking, and bathing. But it makes me laugh because every time Kevin sends me a video of a baby elephant, it's just like going bananas. Like, yeah, he doesn't what is this know thing on my face? Yeah. <laughs> so cute. They're like children. So that's so funny. Yeah. And fun fact about Alicia, she cries when she sees videos of elephants even. So, yeah, that's embarrassing because I just get so happy. They're Did you know so that Tennessee has the elephant sanctuary? Yeah, and it's not Why that far from we me. Go? <laughs> well, you're not. It, it's an elephant sanctuary, as in like they care for elephants, oh, but it's not a zoo. I'm not allowed. You to can't go like and stare visit. At them. Oh. No, you can go and um, sign up to volunteer, which most of the time is like cleaning elephant poo. I will clean uh, poo. You can go Just and learn me. about elephants, but you can't like go and hang out with elephants i'm already crying i just i want to go i God. checked because my daughter is also obsessed with yeah. elephants and i was like oh my god that would be an amazing birthday present but 
No, they just um, let us in. We promise we won't be disruptive. We just want to watch them. Yeah, they don't want people to get too like you're using the elephants, you know. Bear. That's cool though. I guess it's warm it is there. Really cool. So I mean, when if they're taken care of, why not? Yeah. The only time I've ever seen elephants in person was on my honeymoon in Hawaii. And Do you ever been to a zoo? Yeah, it was the, on my honeymoon in Hawaii. Most zoos here don't have elephants because it's too cold. And that oh, would be mean. That's crazy. Yeah, we did have elephants here. And I found out that when they were moved that they died. So, <gasps> yeah, I was really upset about that. Um, but it's too cold here for the elephants. And our zoo is really small in Vancouver, so there wasn't really enough room for them either. So it would have been mean to keep them. Mm. But I'm so sad. But yeah, no, at the zoo, the Honolulu Zoo is where I saw the two. They were both rescues from India. And yeah. Kevin has a very embarrassing photo that I might, or video that I might share for patrons at some point in life. <laughs> and uh, before people totally think that I'm a crazy person, let's uh, talk about this adorable little box of wine. We are oh my God, it is so adorable. Wine. It's so cute. It's a mini. It's bigger than I thought it was going to be, actually. I was expecting it to be a little bit smaller, but I was pleasantly yeah. surprised by it. I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to try it here in a second. But the Bota Box Cabernet Sauvignon offers rich aromas of black cherry, violet, and a hint of black peppercorn. So we're talking deep and jammy for this one. So it might not be Sierra's favorite, but I know I'll love it. Um, <laughs> this wine is supple and juicy with flavors of blackberry pie, black currant, and spice on the finish. So I'm avoiding it because I have heartburn, but I can't avoid it anymore. And I'm just really excited to try it. I love the box. I love that it's uh, recyclable, like very recyclable. Like glass is also recyclable, but this is like all recyclable. I know it's cute. The little blurb on the back about them talking about re uh, reducing their carbon footprint. Yes. Love that. It's really good. It's pretty um, light for a cab as far as mouthfeel. So that's good. I like it. Instant heartburn flare up. I might have to go get milk in a second like a child. But um, um, yeah. What do you think? Hmm. You said light on the mouthfeel. And then I felt, oh, my God, there's fucking mouthfeel. I hate mouthfeel. <laughs> um, it is lighter on the mouthfeel, though. There's definitely no aftertaste. So it's like... It's very smooth. I yeah, like it is it. very, very smooth. It's very light on the back. Easy drinking. Back end. Yeah. I'm good with it. Good pick, my friend. I would give this a, a probably an eight and a half. I would... I'm still not fully there yet on the, the real dark ones. I think I'd what say What was the a last red that we had that you, like, loved? No, hobnob. Was. Oh yeah, we finished that, that one. That was so good. Uh, that one was dangerous, but yeah, this yeah. is pretty good. <laughs> this one is good. Yeah, it, I'd say seven. It's good. It's not amazing, but I can definitely like sip on this for a while. Yeah, their packaging helps reduce gas emissions by seventy-five percent, and there's fifty percent waste involved, less waste involved, and. The lower fuel emissions are thanks to the lighter shipping weight overall. It's primarily made from paper, and which is a renewable resource. 
And like it still it. has 13% alcohol. There we go. This guys. is going to be dangerous because Good things come in small packages. That's what I say about us, at least. Yeah. So. But before we move on and get into this week's case, I have a conspiracy for you guys. Ooh. We are going to take a quick hot minute break here and uh, hear a little promo from. Aliza at Leave the Lights On podcast. And nice. we'll be right back. Leave the Lights On is a true crime podcast with a paranormal twist. Join creator Eliza and her co-host as they explore terrifying true stories and chilling crimes. Growing up, Eliza had an odd obsession with the darkest desires of humanity and an insatiable curiosity about the afterlife. Now, each week, Eliza brings you tales that will make you want to lock your doors, hide in your room, and of course, leave the lights on. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Okay, so, welcome back. Like I said before the break, I've got a conspiracy for you guys here today. And I'm calling it a conspiracy because no one really knows why this happened. Why? There's one primary... Theory behind it. However, it's a really strange and very unique case. And when it happened, it blew up all over the news. Everybody heard about it, and then people just stopped talking about it. So I'm curious to think. Wait, what can all... I guess? Yes, you are allowed to guess. Is this raining fish? No. Oh. <laughs> but that's a good one because that's still a very confusing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is pretty confusing. No, but good guess. I am telling you about the Ericsson twins and what it's mostly known as is the M6 motorway incident in the UK. I don't even think I know it. You'll probably recognize it once I get started here. Okay. Get comfy, get your glass. So, in May of 2008, two sisters purposely ran out into traffic on the M6 motorway in the United Kingdom. Oh, that one. One of the twins would later commit murder just a few days later. And what would make somebody do this, you ask? The only theory that exists as of now is shared psychosis, shared delusions, or fully under. It is a syndrome that transmits delusional beliefs from one person to somebody else, often close loved ones, sometimes multiple people, but mostly just one really close person. Can I just say, yes, I love the way that you've started this story with like, this is what's going to happen. These are the theories because literally my next story is that same format. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, let me just tell you the theories, theories up front. (laughs) This is all we know. (laughs) Ah, thanks. So the Erickson twins are believed to have experienced such a thing. Sabina and Ursula Erickson were identical twins born on November 3rd, 1967 in Sweden. Their family had no history of any extreme mental health issues and no criminal offenses really either. So by all means, they had a pretty nuclear normal childhood. By 2000, Ursula was living in the United States and Sabina was living in Ireland with her partner and two children. Hmm. Ursula decided to go and pay her sister a visit in County Cook, Ireland, and within 24 hours of her visit, the pair decided to take a ferry to Liverpool 
and this was May 16th, 2008. Upon arrival, the twins went to the local police station to report concerns for Sabina's children back in Ireland that had been left with her partner. Unsure of why the women would come to England to report such concerns, local police called a welfare check to Irish authorities, and after learning that the children were okay, Sabina and Ursula continued on their journey and got on a bus en route to London. That's so strange. Like, as right? soon as they're together, like, they're already Right off the bat, weird. already weirdness. Yeah. During the bus ride, some of the passengers, as well as the driver, witnessed some of the strange behaviors themselves. The women even suggested that the driver stop because they weren't feeling very well all of a sudden. Uncertain of their intentions, the driver made an unplanned stop at the nearest service station, and the women refused to let the driver look in their bags when for the bag check when they got back on. This odd behavior made it so uncomfortable that the bus driver didn't want to let them back on because he was like, first you made me stop, now you're not cooperating, you guys have already been weird on this whole bus ride, like, what's going on? I, I just don't trust you guys. had, like, drugs. That's weird. It's very strange. He was likely worried as to what was going on with these women, and the bus driver ended up stopping at an the nearest service station to town and asked the twins to get off. The driver wasn't alone in his opinions. The manager at the service station also believed that the women were acting very strange and called the police. When the police arrived, though, they spoke with the twins and, after judging them to be no threat, they left shortly thereafter, and that left the twins kind of to their own devices. Leaving the service station, later that same day, the women were seen walking down the middle meridian of the M6 motorway. This is the largest motorway in the United Kingdom, and it stretches four lanes on either side. Motorway is highway, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Without warning, the woman ran out into traffic, and cars struck both of them. Oh my fucking god obviously this is alarming because they're literally walking in between two guardrails down the middle of the highway yeah which is weird enough as it is but then this happens so a motorist called highway patrol and the police after witnessing this did i ever tell you that um one time i was going to an amusement park in cincinnati called king's island and on the way there there was like a whole bunch of traffic stopped yeah. And the police or the ambulance hadn't gotten there yet, but the traffic <gasps> was stopped because some guy completed suicide by jumping out in front of a semi. No! And my oh mom my was God, like, no! everybody close your eyes. We're going to King's Island. Don't look. It oh was my terrifying. God. That's <laughs> yeah. horrible. That's so awful. And now that poor driver of that truck right, has to, uh, right. live with that too. That's, That's what this story always makes me think of. Is when I went to King's Island that one time. (laughs) And your mom told everybody to close their eyes. Yes. (laughs) Um, Well, considering expecting the worst, members of both services arrived at around 3 p.m. So by both services, I mean ambulance and police. Right. They found the twins fine with only superficial injuries and they pulled them aside. I know. To talk on the shoulder of the highway and allowed traffic to resume. It just so happened that another group of highway patrol officers 
were being a part of a BBC documentary being filmed that day. What happens next was captured by the small television crew that was there filming. That's so, like, synchronicity, you know what I mean? Right? How Otherwise, nobody would ever have seen this. Yeah. How weird that they were out at that area on the same day when, like, this mysterious case happens. Exactly. Something was in the stars that day, for sure. Yeah. Shortly after the police arrived, the women again dashed onto the motorway and were struck by oncoming vehicles. Ursula suffered the most serious injuries after being hit by a 40-ton box truck. Oh, my Shattering both of her legs when the truck ran her over. No. Gross. Like, I just... And they're both... And she's still alive. And then Sabina ran back after her and was struck by a Volkswagen car. She was knocked unconscious for about 15 minutes. These poor fucking people driving these vehicles. Like, I know. Now their whole day, they got to pull the, over. Yeah. Like, figure out what the to go fuck counseling. is happening. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh, these God. people, they're like, well, I was on my way to work. I can't come to work anymore. Yeah. Because I ran somebody over. <laughs> yeah. That ran into traffic. I need to go home, take a Xanax, have some tea, calm down a little. <laughs> Drink some of this delicious wine. God. Yes. When Sabina regained consciousness, she refused medical attention, started screaming, quote, they're going to steal your organs, end quote, end quote, I recognize you, towards the paramedics, I know you're not real, end quote. What the hell? She was able to break away from the paramedics and, in pursuit, punched a female police officer in the face who was attempting to restrain her. When they finally got a hold of Sabina, she was restrained and sedated. And like I said, this whole thing was caught on film, so I'm going yeah. to show you now. Oh, you're going to show me? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Can I just say, while you're uh, pulling that up, I know it's not your fault, but it is International Women's Day and month, and I want to say that the way that articles are written... Why do they have to say female police officer? Right. I it's agree. A fucking police officer. <laughs> Females can be police officers, you assholes. Okay, you sorry. You know what's funny? I'm appreciating that you said that because I didn't even put two and two <laughs> together that I wrote it that way after reading it that way. You know what I mean? Like, it's right, just so... Right. And we're the most, you know... As an ex-female police officer, it pisses me off. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. I mean, we are the most... You know, everybody friendly podcast there is. So I'm ashamed that I wrote it that way. I apologize. Oh no, no, it's not you. It's it's the way it's it's the way it's the true. facts are it's given. Like female, yeah, unfortunately, like female, female cop, pilot, female pilot. Yeah, it's yeah, everywhere. What the fuck, guys? Stop doing that shit. Okay, we can see this. I can see this. Okay, ready, I'm scared guys. To see this. I'm scared too. It's it's upsetting. This whole footage is really upsetting. Is that so? That yeah. So this is the first time they jump into traffic before oh, they're no. The, yeah, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it, it's stressful, and it repeats here a few times for those of us not watching. So this is after the police show up, and they're just talking to them on the side of the road, like, and they're just what's fine. going on? Yeah, this is after their first hit. 
They're like, darn, and I got hit by a car. They're talking but... on the BBC footage that you just saw there, and then the women are in the background. <gasps> so that's Ursula. That's the 40-pound box truck that ran her over. Oh, my God. I know. I watched this, like, too many times, and I was sweating the whole time. And then, so you see her run, and then Sabina in the red is going to run out right after her in, like, a second here. She's trying to die. Like, like I there's just, no explanation I, I except she is understand. trying to yep. complete suicide. So they're like, okay, well, we're going to go run after her. So then the Volkswagen car hits Sabina and she's knocked unconscious. Like, Jesus Christ. Someone I put just, them in handcuffs or something. I just can't wrap what my the brain fuck? around this. So I think that's that's it. Oh, no. So this is after they've both been hit. Traffic is stopped. They're trying to help them. Sabina's still unconscious for 15 minutes. Ursula's legs are shattered, so she's not going anywhere. It's so scary. Like, it's incredible that these women are even alive at this point. Why? Why? I don't know. See, I recognize you. I know you're not real. They're going to steal your organs. And now, like, Sabina's awake, and she's like, no, I don't want medical help, like I described. I'm good. Get away from me. Get away from me. I don't want to be touched. Blah, blah, blah. That's the female officer trying to restrain the officer, and then she punches her in the face. She's down, and then she runs into traffic again! <gasps> so once they finally get a hold of her, they sedate her and restrain her. And she's, like, yelling the entire time, just like, let me go! Oh my god. Like, there's eight police officers on her right now. Like, this is just insane. Oh my god. Insane. There has got to be drugs. Like, what the fuck? Insane. Like, it makes no sense why you. I've never seen that before. Um, most of the footage that exists out there is, like, filtered or it stops before certain things. Sorry to shock you, Sierra. Mm. But I just, <laughs> I, I was, like, so, like, You're gonna pour some more wine. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Like, actually, it was very stressful. Um, so you guys can check that out on our YouTube channel. Go and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, it'll also be available on our resources on our website if you just want to watch it yourself. Trigger warning or don't. Yes, yes. <laughs> Whether or not you choose to, based on yeah. everything I've described so far and Sierra's Fuck. sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> so, the M6 motorway northbound was closed for a few hours, allowing for the air ambulance to take Ursula to the hospital. Sabina was taken by roadway. The twins were hospitalized in a mental facility following this incident. And though doctors were unable to pinpoint the reason for their delusions or the reason that Ursula and Sabina continually attempted to jump into traffic, Ursula would spend three months in the psychiatric facility while Sabina would be released back into society after a short stay and assessment, five hours to be exact. And this is where we are going to take a quick break. Twisted and Uncorked will be right back. If you prefer not to listen to ad breaks, head on over to patreon.com slash twisted and uncorked for more information on receiving ad-free episodes. So, welcome back. Before the break, we revisited the horrifying incident of the Erickson twins jumping into traffic. 
Now they are being assessed and treated for their injuries, but Sabina has been released now. I don't understand that at all. I don't either. Like, like, what happened? Five hours? Did you find drugs in her system? Like, did she tell you why she did it? Like, you don't just let somebody go. She's just going to run back in a traffic. They could find nothing. They could find no reason for it. Then you keep her. I know. (gasps) I agree. This is this is not okay. On May 17th, 2008, she attended a mass magis sorry. She attended a magistrate's court where she pleaded guilty to the charges of trespassing on the motorway and assaulting a police officer. The court sentenced her to one day in prison. However, as she had already spent the night in the cells, she was allowed to walk free without a full psychiatric evaluation. I'm Just frustrated. If, yeah. This is one of the many examples in life where the legal system fails people. Mm-hmm. Just a few short days after this incident, on May 19th, 2008, Sabina was wandering the streets of Stone-on-Trent in London when she came across two men that had just left a pub. They were walking a dog. She asked the pair where she would be able to find her sister and if there was a bed and breakfast nearby. This was around 7 o'clock at night. There wasn't anything in the area. It was a heavily residential area. So one of the men, Glenn Hollinshead, a 54-year-old retired paramedic, took pity on Sabina and her concern for her sister, and obviously she wasn't from in town, so he invited her to stay the night at his home, out of the goodness of his heart. It was later reported by Peter, his friend that was walking the dog with Glenn, that he felt comfortable because Peter was also supposed to be staying the night. Glenn was now working as a self-employed welder and enjoying the slower pace of life, so he was just just a really sweet man, and he was worried about her safety, so he invited her to stay. Peter Malloy was the friend of Glenn's that was also spending the night, and he didn't feel too comfortable about having the stranger in the home with them, especially when Sabina's behavior became increasingly more bizarre. When she arrived at Glenn's home, Sabina would offer the men cigarettes and then snatch them out of their mouths, claiming that they were poisoned after offering it to them. So strange. She also kept looking and staring out of the front windows as if she was on the lookout for somebody she knew. All of this was becoming a bit too much for Peter, and he left his friend's home later that same evening. The next day, in a fit of unexplained rage, Sabina picked up a butcher's knife and stabbed Glenn five times. He was able to run out of the house and he yelled to a neighbor, she stabbed me before dying of blood loss. And if the police or medical facility just kept her, none of this would have happened. Agreed. (sighs) Sabina quickly left the scene, but not before taking a hammer from the home with her. She was spotting she was she was spotted walking along the roadway hitting herself in the head with the hammer repeatedly. Oh my god. I a path mm. yeah, yeah, I need a swing. Hold on. She's obviously very distressed here. A passing motorist named Joshua Grattage stopped and tried to help the clearly, you know, stressed woman wandering the streets hitting herself with a hammer. 
There was a piece of roof tile on the ground nearby as a house on the street was having its roof redone. Sabina picked up the piece of tile and hit Joshua on the head with it before running away. He was only slightly dazed and would end up being okay. And when I say roof tile, I mean like one of those big chunks of like terracotta or whatever. Ugh. Not like a shingle, like a yes, whole fucking not, yes, tile. like a whole tile. <laughs> yes, yeah. not a sh- yeah, you, can you imagine if somebody tried to hit you with a shingle, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, get out of here. Was that a banana? What? Yeah. Yeah, it's like so flimsy. <laughs> yes. Um, and I'm sure more than a few people that lived or were working on this street reported seeing this incident because police were called to the scene not long after. Sabina ran away from the police And meeting her dead end, she opted to jump off a 40-foot bridge. Oh, my God. Onto the A50 motorway. So she jumped onto a highway. Is she alive? Yes, she is alive. What the fuck? I don't know. These women are... So I wrote in my notes. These women are clearly bionic in some way. What year Um, is this? 2008. What the fuck? So I don't know if it's like the sheer remove removal from reality that's relaxed their bodies enough from sustaining worse injuries and all of this. Because like they say, when you drink and drive and you get in an accident, your injuries are lesser than what right. it would be if you were if you got in the same accident sober because your body's relaxed. So that's kind of what I was thinking was they're just so removed from what's going on around them that. They're not, like, tensing up, waiting for the car to hit them. Like, they're just going for it. Like, or waiting I, I for just, the ground. I just... <laughs> like... I, 40 I, feet? I, like, I just... I can't. So, Sabina suffered many fractures throughout her body from this fall, including fractures to her skull from the hammer blows, but she did survive the jump. She was immediately arrested and charged with the murder of Glenn Hollinshead. Peter Malloy had reported her as the only possible culprit, citing her strange behavior from the night before. Piled on with everything from seeing her walking along the road, her attack on Joshua, and the footage from the M6 motorway incident, it wasn't a tough case to solve. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And where is her sister right now? Her sister's still in the hospital because of her legs. Right. She was first taken back to the psychiatric hospital for treatment and assessment, just as the last time. There was no evidence of drugs or alcohol in her system still. On September 11th, 2009, so a year later, Sabina went to trial. Her trial was delayed because the courts were waiting to get her medical records from Sweden. Because they're, again, showing that her family has no history of mental illness they have no criminal history like this is very erratic and outside of the normal erickson behavior is what they're really trying to show here and sabina pleaded guilty to manslaughter but with diminished responsibility she never could explain her actions and would only respond with no comment whenever she was asked no doctor could figure out the causes of hers or ursula's actions and all of these events were simply chalked up to an apparent episode of Foliander, like I said earlier. But is this really the cause, or do we have some other theories on that? But first, 
Mr. Justice Saunders sentenced Sabina to five years in prison, following with this quote. I understand that the sentence will seem entirely inadequate to the relatives of the deceased. However, I have sentenced on a basis for the reason of the killing was a mental illness or break in reality, and therefore the culpability of the defendant is low, and therefore the sentence I have passed is designated to protect the public. It is not designed to reflect the grief the relatives have suffered or measured to the value of Mr. Hollinshead's life. No sentence I could pass could do that. It was a sentence that I hope is measured fairly in such a truly tragic and senseless event. End quote. I get that. I love that. I wish America would do that. Because in most cases. Because obviously, like, this isn't normal behavior from the, for them. But, like, right. the minute they were in the same country together, things started acting weird. And they right. just went on this trip out of nowhere, too. So that's also and weird. Also, though, like... It the government should have to like pay these families because they let her go in the first restitution. Place. I agree, because they like, should have kept her in the they, in the very right? beginning after that five hours. Like they yeah, should have kept like, her five hours. What is that going to assess when somebody's jumped into traffic three times? Like, I just my brain can't understand. Yeah, that. I don't. Like, that's don't not like normal that. behavior. Like no, and like Sierra said. Like, she was thinking drugs were involved, but drugs and alcohol weren't involved. So something yeah, else underlying it doesn't is obviously make very sense wrong. to me. Like, yeah, the only thing that I can think of is either, like, it's a drug that people don't know exists yet. You know what oh, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like, that isn't tested for. Or, like, fucking mind control. Like, what know. else it's could so it be? It's so wild, though. Like, so wild. I don't believe in folie adieu. Like... Yeah. That is mind control to me. <laughs> that's some, but some creepy CIA shit. Instances of it, but yes, right. Like no, from there's her there's instances for her kids safety to them not wanting their bags right. tracked to the jumping there's... in the traffic. It felt like they were on a mission. Almost. Yeah, and and this isn't the only time that it's been said, but I feel like the whole concept of it is we don't know, so it's this. Yeah. Like, what is, what easiest. is it? What is it? What causes it? What cures it? Nobody knows any of those things. So I'm like, okay, that is not a thing. That's just a word that you said. Yeah. Like, like there is still an underlying it, issue. There has to be. It makes no sense. No and sense. Like, like, and as bad as it sounds, it's kind of a good thing that Ursula had her legs crushed in that accident because like, yeah. who knows what, what would she be doing together. Yeah. After this, like if they, yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that she would have committed murder too, but I don't think that Sabina intended Maybe. to commit murder. It just was the way that this, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Like, like she attacked that poor kid that stopped to make sure she was okay because she was yeah. hitting herself in the head with a hammer. Like, clearly something is going on here. Yeah. And it's, it's very alarming. Um, Ursula was released from the hospital after recovering and Sabina served three of her five years. And then they were um, just fine, right? But yeah, and everything went back to that normal. That always happens. Like, and she was released on parole in 2011. Um, she returned to Sweden, and the reason for this is that she had already spent time in prison waiting her trial while they were getting her right. medical records. So, um, obviously, Glenn's family was extremely disappointed in the outcome of all of this, and 
the I'm fact sure. that she was released in the first place, like we said, after flinging her body into traffic, like it's a normal thing. Yeah. And only given five years, which doesn't measure up for their loved one, but nothing ever will. Like, like and the it's, judge said, it's it was not senseless. Her fault. No, and again, the, like I feel that the justice system failed Glenn and Sabina. Yeah. In this whole situation. Yeah, the justice system, um, the doctors, the yeah. medical professionals. All of this like, is wrong. Yeah. Like, five hours? Like, for one, that's not even enough time to assess if somebody has a concussion. Let yeah. alone, like, yeah. anything else underlying or, like, who knows? Like, it could have been, like, maybe they, she, like, they didn't sleep and because they were so excited to be with each other and that causes hallucinations and weird shit too like who knows there's no way to know i don't know i, don't. I think there's some weird twin telepathy type thing that this is my conspiracy that the government uk or america because you know america just puts their hand in every single pot i don't know um and that they're trying know, to figure Ursula's out from the us yeah. She was visiting her sister in Ireland, so... Yeah, I think that a government is trying to figure out this weird twin connection thing, so they mind-controlled one of them and realized, oh shit, look, we can actually mind-control both of them by just mind-controlling one of them. And maybe that's what every folly adieu case, case is. is. Yeah. Because like, most of them know. involve twins. I'm a conspiracy theorist, and I just made that up, so trademark. Come at us. Yeah, let us know <laughs> what you think of that, because that's the weird part, too, about this case, is it blew up because that footage is horrifying. And it so is unique. so crazy. And then it just went away. Like, everything's back to normal. And meanwhile, there's this, like, poor family that's grieving the death of their loved one. Not to mention, what the yeah. fuck happens? Like, are we just, like, satisfied with that answer? Like, I just I can't wrap my brain around this. I totally forgot about this case until I was looking for cases to do for this episode. And then I saw yeah. it and I was like, yup, that's it. Because yeah. this makes no fucking sense otherwise. It's like yeah, the I mean, this isn't case. the only it makes one. makes no sense. Right. This isn't the only, like, I have heard this case. I've never seen those videos until today. But I've heard this case. I've always been like, what the fuck? And this isn't the only Folly Adir case that I've heard. And every single one, I'm like... But what is it? Mm. What is it? Right? <laughs> there has like, to be more. Like, um, who are those twins? They're always, they're probably, their case is probably like one of the most famous, um, that they couldn't live like together anymore. And the one twin just like went to sleep and died. Like, yeah, no, they were both in prison and, yeah, and they were like, uh, yeah. one of us should oh, die. One of us needs to go. Like, yeah. What? Right? Like, how do you, what, who just decides, yeah. like, why can't you both live? I'm confused. Yeah, those were the so. twins who, like, refused to talk yeah. for years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 the silent twins. Is, yeah. I, I can't actually think of what their names are. I can't but either. It's, like, I don't get these, these cases are strange. Yeah. And it's, like, if it was a shared delusion or a shared madness, like, how did it happen so quickly within 24 hours of her showing up and seeing her sister? Like... Yeah, and, before and it's that, not were, just twins either. Sometimes it's just sisters in general who, like, have this weird... Like, honestly, I'm glad I had to move away from my sister. Like, I say had to, but, like, I chose to, but because I had to. Because all but sorts I of feel weird like, witchy shit would have yeah, happened and you guys I feel would like... be running into traffic in the UK? I don't know if we'd be running into traffic, but... <laughs> yes, I feel like sometimes people are too 
have too much of a connection, you know, yeah. like, like scary energies come yeah. from that. Yeah. An intense bond, but it's just wild. Like I just, yeah. I, to all the friends I used to call sister, this is why we're not close anymore. I'm sorry. We were too powerful. Wink, wink. It's okay, guys. It's only a matter of time before she edges me out, apparently. So, (laughs) no, it's fine. We're not, we're not, we're not in the same state. Like, the world would not be okay if we lived next to each other. Yeah. Well, like, it could only handle five days. And then I had to come home and reset the playing field. Yeah. For the safety of the universe, you're welcome, guys. (laughs) You're welcome. We didn't want to abuse it. Okay. (laughs) So crazy, though. And and it's sad because, like, so many people were affected. In it this is equation. sad, and I it was is thinking sad, about Sabina's agree. kids the whole time too. Like she's in jail in yeah. the UK while her family's back home, seeing all of this on the news. I'm sure, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, did mom lose her damn mind? Like, yeah, like this is why we don't go see Aunt Ursula. Yeah, she's <laughs> fucking dangerous. crazy. It's dangerous. <laughs> Things happen. Like, oh my gosh. I can't. Yeah. This is what but, I imagine with my family. Like, I like your, I, your I picture mission theory. Yeah, I picture my nephew being like seeing this on the news. Me and my sister be like, "This is why Aunt Bear didn't live here anymore. We cannot handle her except in small doses." <laughs> Sorry. See what That's happens. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Yeah. I just. It's a lot. I agree with what the um, sentence was. You know, definitely a short sentence because it was not her fault. But some kind of sentence because she needs to be monitored a little longer yeah. than just five hours. Even, um, yeah. I'm glad nothing know. more has happened since. And, like, I wish that, like, they would have commented on all of these actions. Like, but they didn't. They just went back to their lives. And uh, nobody knows anything other than yeah. that. Like, I just, I wish that I knew more. I know this. I mean, it really reminds me of, and I'll probably cover it eventually, but there's this family who went through like some crazy shit, um, that I have all the notes for. And I just didn't cover because one of our friends covered it recently, um, Uh. our friend podcast, (laughs) but like after everything is said and done, it's like, sorry, Back to normal. Nothing yeah. to see here. Like, like that's what I don't. What do you it. mean? Explain yourselves. Yeah, I need more info on what just yeah, happened. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you just that find is... out you're vampires and you were just like trying to test your life length? Like, like what happened? Oh yeah, that's a fun theory too. Because <laughs> they're immortal. Well, clearly they're fucking immortal. They've gotta be. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know anybody else that's getting hit by a box truck and jumping off of a 40-foot bridge and living. Yeah. So Jesus. the only explanation here, guys, is they're vampires We're back to under vampires. a government mission. Sorry. Tell, give us a better theory than that, because that really <laughs> makes sense. And they're, like, running, too. Like, maybe they're trying to get, like, a hold of their vamp speed, too, at the same yes. time. Yes, 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 yes. But, yes, um... Everybody that happened to be driving on that motorway in 2008, I, I'm so I hope sorry. You, I hope you sought some counseling and uh, some delicious box wine, um, <laughs> because clearly you need it. Like Boda Brand imagine, is good. You imagine hitting somebody with your car and then they're like not no. knowing if they're okay. 
No. No. Like, oh, God. Yeah. God. I just, I can't. Stressful, guys. Trigger warning if you choose to watch the clip with us or without us on your own time. Um, You can Google it everywhere, but it it does um, cut certain spots, like, for example, Ursula getting run over. So the one that I shared is the full version. The scary one. Do with that what you will. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, let us know your theories too, because this case makes no sense. No, it's one what of those is your theory? Blips, and I love your theory on vampires and guys. Okay, okay. And I was kind of running the same, <laughs> yeah, thought process. I, I mean, same I can't brain. Figure out so. what else? I can't figure yeah. out what else it would be. Yeah. Like, I kind it gave me secret missiony vibes, kind of like the lead masks case when they wouldn't let the bus driver check their bags. Yeah, because well, like. Manuel and Miguel were very secretive about, yeah. like, their bags and their weird little notes, and they bought those raincoats and then, like, hold, held on to them all close, like... Yeah, I, I can know, see it's that. Just, it's just odd. I can see that, but my thought process was more Lee Harvey Oswald. Like, the CIA is doing this to them. They oh. don't know. I see. Like, outside of yeah. their control. Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. Like, like literally controlling what they're doing. And like, like, I bet you they don't remember any of it. What happens if we push this button? Back, yeah. And they're yeah. like, what? <gasps> we did that? Yeah. But they would have had to be relaxed and, like, totally in a state where... Controlled. They're... Like, fucking little robots. Yeah, because there's no way you could do that. And not be injured because your body yeah. would already be tensing as it runs out. Actually, in most cases, your body stops you from doing that to begin with. <laughs> so. Right. That's the craziest thing. Your body is like, hey, brain, we want to survive. Please yeah. don't. Yeah, pl- yeah. Running into traffic seems like a good idea at this apparent moment, but please don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Jesus. know. Yeah. We want to know what you guys think. Go to our website, twistedanduncorked.com, click that little contact us button, tell us what your thoughts are on this case. Or comment on YouTube. Here we are on YouTube. Hi. Yeah, hi. You get to look at our faces and my dirty wine glass that I keep forgetting to put outside of my camera view. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, we, we love you guys lots. Don't forget to follow and subscribe wherever you're listening or watching right now. And uh, before we roll on out of here, Sierra, what day is it today? Today is March 22nd. I am loving that all of the 22nds, the two twos are on Tuesdays. Um, it's awesome. The last two two twos have been on Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> but perfect. I have I have a bit of a fun fact for this day. And it is that in 1903, on March 22nd, Niagara Falls ran out of water because of the drought. Sorry, what? Can you believe that (laughs) Niagara Falls had a drought? What? Yeah. Like, go, everybody listening right now, go tell the closest coworker to you because you're going to be a genius. Yeah, what? Yeah. That's insane. I can't think of... What does drought of Niagara Falls look like? Look like? Yeah. (laughs) I need to Google this. What? I'm so mind blown by this. Oh, it looks so sad. It does look so sad. Oh. oh it It's just like rocks. <laughs> it's like what I imagine New York would look like if it just, uh, you know, oh, yeah. post-apocalyptic just, yeah. fell to rubble. 
you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's so, so sad. sad. <laughs> oh. So yeah, guys, tell your coworkers and your friends, whoever's next to you, about that crazy fact, and then Google mm-hmm. it for them, because that's even crazier. Yeah. It's so pretty when it's filled with water, though. <laughs> Wild. It's like po- pre-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a bad before and after shot. Oh, yeah. Niagara Falls. It is. That's crazy. Oh, good. That's crazy. a good one, Sierra. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? Take Who care of the planet, thunk... guys. D- Niagara Seriously. Falls can't afford to be naked, okay? Right. It does not look good naked. It's not looking her best self when she's naked. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 crazy. Um just as this case was so perfect way to end it and (laughs) we love you guys lots we will see you next week for a brand new episode and in the meantime keep keep it it twisted. twisted thank you for listening to twisted and uncorked podcast remember to leave a five star rating and review wherever you are listening now it really is the best way to spread the word You can also check out all of our sources and materials, as well as photos for the episode, on our website at twistedanduncorked.com. And you can follow us on social media at twistedanduncorked or twisted underscore pod on Twitter. Thank you so much for all of your love and support, and we will see you next Tuesday for a brand new episode. Cheers! Cheers!